They teach you not to substitute words for action, not to seek the path of comfort, but to face the stress and spur of difficulty and challenge. Today, we're super excited to, to kick off uh, another episode of the Ironclad Podcast. Uh, someone that I've been following for a long time, big fan of, but actually have never formally chatted with. Uh, really pumped about it. Chris Ray, welcome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So, you know, it's funny, we chatted a little bit before we kicked off the podcast, but I've been following you for a while now. You've done some awesome stuff. You've really been able to pave your own way and do your own thing. And for the most part, it looks kind of like you're a one-man show, but you collaborate with other people. Tell, tell me a little bit about what you do and, and how you got started. Uh, well, I mean, the way I got started was, uh, was through skateboarding. I mean, I always had this passion uh, of skateboarding and actually skateboarding. And then that developed into making videos with my friends and, uh, you know, just creating our own like local, local videos in our town. Um, and being a skateboard filmer, you're often the, the director, the producer, the editor, you're, you're kind of a, a one man shop, um, kind of like what you're saying. And, you know, as I got better and, and, and worked with better skateboarders that developed into working with skateboard companies. Um, and then, and then today I'm over at DC shoes where I manage a films department and I work with a team of guys now. That's awesome, man. I mean, you're working with some real deal folks too. It's been, it's yeah. been cool to see. Are you from, are you from LA or where, where are you originally from? So I was born in, in Maui, Hawaii, actually out of all places. And, um, and then when I was five, I moved over to, uh, to Washington state, uh, lived there until fifth grade, then moved to Northern California. And then from Northern California, went to a, a little town called uh, Mesquite, Nevada, which is uh, a, a big culture shock at that moment. That was uh, my freshman year in high school because I went from living in the Bay Area uh, and where skateboarding's big, and then going to a town that had uh, two streetlights in the desert. So that That's was crazy. a huge, huge difference. And then from high school, went off to Reno uh, with my girlfriend, who's now my wife. And then from Reno, we went to Sacramento. Uh, and that's where I got my first job as like finally getting paid full time to be a filmmaker. And then I now live in uh, Southern California in Orange County. That's crazy, man. What were you what what brought you around so much as a kid? You know, my family just moved a lot, you know, and, and uh, they just I, I think they just can't sit in one place and uh, they just like to move around. Yeah. So, cool, man. And, and but skateboarding was a constant always, huh? Yeah, skateboarding was is the was the passion the entire time, and that that was the only focus. So even as I was making my own videos, I didn't care about uh, filmmaking necessarily outside of skateboarding. It was, I was very tunnel vision, and and skateboarding and filming is all I was worried about together. Dude, you know I I find a lot of uh, folks that are really really pushing the limits in filmmaking, especially over the past what decade of, of just the evolution of digital filmmaking uh, have had action sports backgrounds. That's what got me into it too. I was, I was doing it with a VHS. I remember doing two VHS uh, uh, VCRs, play, stop, play, stop, doing all my edits. Yep. It was, it was a blast, man. Yeah. It's amazing to think that, I mean, I, I was telling someone the other day that the time that I started was pretty much like around that, around that era. So 
to experience like the the VCR stuff and then experience, you know, making a film for DVD and then, you know, iTunes came along and then the, the internet came along and uh, and then today what it is, it's like social media and, and any other outlet really that uh, we have the opportunity for. But it is, it's also wild to like look back and be like, we existed and we were around before the internet was. I don't think my kid will ever understand that. They, they'll have no idea. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's especially because of the evolution. It's just been so fast. Very fast. And that's why there's We so didn't even have a computer at my house until I was in, I don't know, sixth seventh grade i think and then yeah. we had like the the aol uh free dvd or free free disc that came in the mail and right man, i remember i remember getting those dude it was awesome those were that's when everything was simple but it was it you know you had to be innovative now you know kids have a leg up because of what you can do with an iphone totally um what was the piece what was like the uh skate film that was like man this is what i want to do did you see one that really kicked it off what, it, just a general skateboarding? Yeah, what, did, did one change your life as a kid? Oh, a skate video. Um, yeah. I would, say, I would say it was a video um, by Transworld. I mean, I grew up watching skate videos, and I was actually, out of all my friends, I was the one that, that bought every single skate video um, that yeah. came out. I had the biggest collection, but when Transworld videos came out, uh, there was one called Modus Operandi, and that, th- that was the first video that I saw that I went, wait a minute, this video's edited better than these other videos I've seen. Like why, you know, I really took notice to that, yeah. um, that it was different. It was like more polished. It was more high quality. It was, it was what I was into. Um, so that was definitely a video that inspired me growing up. Cool. Yeah. I, I remember Phil the dream when I, when, when I saw that and oh, it's incredible much, one. It was just so fun too, man. It was just awesome. That, that's a, a good one. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's cool now it's all come to fruition and now you're at, one of the industry leaders and, 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 and making the films for the, uh, for the masses. So you're and you're working with some, some real deal filmmakers and skateboarders as well. How, uh, Absolutely. how was that? How was that transition for you? Go stepping into the, uh, the big time. Is well, into pressure? outside of skateboarding or with other filmmakers, even other filmmakers inside the world, like Ty and those guys. I mean, it's, it's crazy because I grew up, you know, really idolizing the videos that Ty did. And then my first job I ever got hired for, Ty actually hired me. And it, and it was for the most anticipated skateboard video I'd stayed to this day that was still made. Um, and that was fully flared. I mean, I was probably more excited about that video than anybody else. And yeah. when I got hired by Ty, I mean, he, I think he saw that I had the, the passion and dedication um, but I didn't have the, necessarily the skills. I didn't know camera settings. I didn't know um, anything because I wasn't surrounded by it. And he really took me in and he's like, hey, look, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. And to take me in like that on a video that was uh, on such a high level, I still look back on and, and I'm blown away that he gave me that opportunity because I wouldn't be where I am today without that opportunity that Ty gave me. That's rad, man. Were you shooting Panasonic back then, or what were, what were you shooting on that? No, we were still uh, shooting with, like, the Sony VX1000s, yeah. uh, that, that camera. I mean, that's, like, the iconic skate camera yeah, uh, yeah. for the last 20-plus years in skateboarding. That's awesome. That's great, man. I mean, the, the mentality of, of what Ty showed you there is, is kind of what we found to be a sweet spot, too, is, like, find people with the heart and passion – and, and the rest will follow, you know? Have you, have you noticed that as you become a leader now and have a crew underneath you? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in order to do this job or anything in filmmaking, um, I mean, whether that's a, being a color corrector or a camera operator or a director, I mean, you have to love this and you have to have passion um, because if not, it's, it's funny because I was thinking the other day, it's like, it's a really interesting job to have because the levels of emotions that I go through while working on a project is like super excited, super nervous, super stressed, uh, doubting myself, uh, no sleep. And then, you know, you get that happiness at the end of completion, but not very many jobs put you through that roller coaster of, uh, of emotions. Um, and having like a good team surrounding you is, is probably the most important thing. Like now I'm able to walk into projects and be a lot more confident um, because I, I, I trust the guys that I work with. Um, they believe in me, I believe in them. So uh, I think it's the most important thing is to always surround yourself with a good team. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't say it better, man. It's huge, especially when you're traveling with them and you're doing all this stuff. I mean, I can't, the, the, the folks that I know that freelance, that are really talented freelancers, I, I got to pat him on the back because that is a hard job. You don't know who you're going to go in and team up with. It's someone different every day. And like you said, emotionally, physically, you're just, it's, it's, it's zapping. And, and uh, if you're not with a great team, it's, it makes it really hard. And, and you always got to be on your A game. So all the freelancers out there and guys that are doing their own thing, I, I respect them a ton, man. It's a tough job. Absolutely. Um, so you're, you branch out a little bit beyond DC though, aren't, aren't, I saw you did something with NFL, right? Yeah, I do. I actually, um, you know, I, I've been really lucky to have the opportunity to, to first of all, work on really cool projects with DC and, and to give me the experience of, of things outside of skateboarding. And that kind of opened up my mind of, and, and vision of like, wow, I can do this other stuff that I'm interested in also. Um, and I've had their support to kind of branch out and I've done some NFL film stuff. I've done like car commercials, music videos, um, really like anything. And I, I'm just a person that just loves filming in general. Uh, and I love new opportunities, new experiences, and I've got to go shoot stuff. And then I bring that knowledge back and, and, and apply it to my daily job here at DC. So that's helped a ton with me. And uh, I'm thankful, you know, being able to shoot anything and everything, like it, it gets me really excited. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I think uh, what I've noticed, you know, when I when we first started, it was like, I just want to do skate films. I just want to do skate films. And then because we're from Virginia Beach, we there's a big surf uh, scene here and we East, East Coast Surfing Championships. And we started doing some gigs there. And I'm like, man, action sports as a whole, I want to do action sports. Uh, and then because we're in Virginia Beach also, we uh, the SEAL teams are here. So we started doing some work in, in, with a couple of those guys who we met through action sports. And then I'm like, man, tactical, tactical, tactical. And then we started yeah. doing some commercial. It's funny how your your passions continue to evolve as you as you explore new opportunities. Have you noticed that? Totally. And you know, you know, what's funny too is that, like, I mean, skateboarding is it's a pretty harsh uh, industry in a sense of like you can't just come in and say, hey, I'm going to be a skateboard filmer, and I'm coming on this trip and I'm going to film you guys. And if if they don't know you. I mean, the skateboarders really won't accept you in. They, you yeah. have to have their trust because, um, you know, you're, you're in a sense defining like who they are and what they are and, and what they represent. So there has to be a trust there, but it's been funny to kind of go outside of skateboarding and even see the reactions of, of some people in skateboarding of like, wait a minute, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, that's weird that you're doing that or weird that you're into that. But I think people should change, you know? I mean, if I've been, I've been filming skateboarding for 10 plus years, I would hope 
that I, that people look at me and they say, that's awesome. You're branching out and doing something else because you shouldn't do the same thing forever. And I, I think that people should be more open to that. And I think it holds a lot of people back that they don't let themselves be open. I, I completely agree. You know, one of the uh, things that I often say is like, don't be too much of an artist to pass up good opportunity because oftentimes you, you evolve, man. You, and your passions evolve. It doesn't yep. mean that you're still not a great filmmaker in whatever category that your passion relies in, but like it is just, it's healthy. It's good to, to get out there and, and try new things and get some different perspectives and just get, become a more well-rounded, uh, you know, filmmaker. I think having an action sports background gives a leg up because like you said, it is hard, man. And it's kind of, you eat your own, you know, and, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's given me a leg up at every job. It made us more gritty. It made us understand how to adapt. It made us understand how to work with different gear that, that we didn't always have. And, um, you know, people who come from very formal training, they don't necessarily get that. They don't, they don't get that forging. And, uh, it's, it, it's a reason why we can walk into a, job with uh you know tier one operators on a tactical side and, and still be able to roll with the punches because of our our roots in, in action sports absolutely it's funny because you know filming and skateboarding it, it's different than anything else and you, we don't get permits we don't get you know permission whatsoever and you're dealing with the situation as it goes so you know if i'm out filming a skateboarder and the lighting isn't that great I can't stop him. I can't tell him, hey, you can't do this because it's all about that, that, that emotion he's having and that feeling of if he's going to do a trick. So when I went, I've, I've gone and done that forever. And then when I went and did uh, like a live TV uh, thing for the first time or even with NFL, it's like you don't have control over the situation. You have to make it work. So filming skateboarding actually has prepared me uh, to film everything else. And then when you go onto a set that's more of a narrative and it's more controlled studio environment, to me, that's hilarious that we have full control over everything, but it's 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 way easier. So like what you're saying, the action sports stuff has given you like a, an extra leg to stand on. That's, it absolutely has, because it is one of the hardest things. I mean, uh, I love that I can't go up to a football player and say, hey man, can you, uh, can you do that again? You know, like I need yeah. to think a few steps ahead of what that guy could possibly be doing next. Yeah. And, and I think that, uh, the industry is evolving into that more, you know, I think there's, uh, I, you know, I think there's an opportunity for, for guys that whether it's action sports or whatever the background may be, even if it's just something hobbyists that are doing it on YouTube, I mean, it's less about the formal training and more about how do you work and, uh, what your portfolio looks like and, and people are getting opportunities left and right. Oh, totally. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, too, I mean, you your resume doesn't necessarily get you the job. I mean, you know, if you're difficult to work with, I mean, you could be the best filmmaker in the world, but if you're difficult to work with, people aren't going to want to work with you. And, and, you know, I remember being on a job recently and, and this guy hired me and he was explaining to me, you know, kind of what we were going to do. And, and I, I threw out a lot of ideas right back at him. I said, dude, all right, so we could do this, we could do this, we could add this, you know, and, and he stopped me and he goes, hey, man, I just want to make sure that we have fun. Because at the end of the day, if we're not having fun, like, why are we even doing any of this? And I, it, just, it just made me kind of calm down and kind of like laugh and be like, you know, this dude's absolutely right. Like, we know what to do, but we need to have a good time doing it also. Yeah. And it's, it's easy for that to slip away when there's high pressure gigs, too. For sure. It's, it, but, but to your point where it was, uh, 
being easy to work with, man, that is everything. We, we, we in-house, I don't know if you guys do this over there, but when, uh, after we do a gig and we have to bring on some freelancers, whether it's a gaff or sound guy, whatever, like you said, it could be, they could have performed their, their, their technique and everything could have been great. But if, if they're difficult, man, we, we make a list of people who not to call again yeah. because we just don't, we, it's too much stress. It's too much negativity. It's just too hard. Totally. I, I mean, it's funny because we deal with the exact same thing here at DC. So I brought in um, a good friend of mine who, who's one of my best friends now, uh, Martin Foves. So we brought him in to help with projects. And I noticed that everybody really loved working with him. And he hadn't been in the industry necessarily longer than I had. And he wasn't necessarily at that moment doing anything better than everybody else but I could tell everybody else liked him way more. And it was because every time somebody asked him to do a project, he was super easy to deal with. He didn't push back. He did a fantastic job and, and they trusted him. And I learned from that by just watching somebody that, that I hired. I was like, wow, like this guy is inspiring me to yeah. maybe not be so difficult and, and not be so like, hey, this is my project and this is how it should be in my vision to be, open up my mind more. but. Being easy to work with has like has helped his career so much, and he's he's absolutely amazing at what he does. So yeah, I mean he's like the full package right there, and that that inspired me to kind of go more that direction too. Yeah, man, it's funny the things that we learn from um, the people we we deal with, dude. I was on we were on a set shoot for Under Armour. Uh, I think it was what was it a month ago, Andrew? About a month ago, and I was in line at at Crafty, and I'm hungry, and you know, I was directing it and, uh, mm -hmm. and there was this PA who went in line. He was in, he was in line in front of me and the caterer cut in front with all the, with all the food. And he was like, sorry guy, excuse me. And I, you know, I remember thinking in my head, like, dude, I'm hungry. Hurry up. You know, in, in my head, I'm thinking that. And the PA said, he, he said something along the lines of like, uh, no, sir, thank you. You're fine. And thank you for serving us. And it struck me so much. I, I went and remember this Andrew? I went and talked to our crew, like guys, I've just been convicted, you know, like the, <laughs> I, I, it, the, the people that are on the crew make such an impact totally. um, and, it's, and it's such a cool thing to be able to learn from everybody. And, 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 and that guy, you know, I want to hire him for everything. I just, I, I love the mentality and, and that they climb the rung so fast. Uh, Dude, that, like, yeah, that just hearing that story makes me smile. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And, and because you know what it's like, you're out there, you're in the group. You're like, I just got a scarf and go, you know, like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't care. And dude, he stopped me in my tracks and made me that whole day. That's all I thought about. Yeah. It makes you look at him like uh, he's the bigger man. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It, it was neat, man. It, it, it's cool. It's humbling. But it, there's nothing like working with, with great people. Absolutely. Um, so what's, what's next, man? I mean, do you, do you have any, you've got a taste of some of the stuff like NFL and other things, or, or are there any of those other um, categories that you're, you're chasing right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I recently just did a short film project. Um, that it's a, it's a, it's the first narrative that I had ever shot. Um, and it's called, it's a little short film movie called Stand Still. And it's about human sex trafficking. And that's uh, starring Ann Cusack, who, uh, who, who starred in a league of their own. Awesome. And uh, she's on like the movie Soli and, and uh, the TV show Better Call Saul. So it was really cool to go into a project that I didn't have any experience in before. And I was a movie op for that. Um, and, it, and it's all shot in, shot in an RV. 
And yeah. that, that right now is touring around different film festivals and, and it's getting a great reaction. So hopefully that will be online after the new year, after it's done, um, you know, at all the festivals. But uh, yeah. just continue stuff with DC to uh, continue to, to, to see opportunities outside of skateboarding also. Um, really just anything that comes my way. It's, it's, I like to wake up every day and have a project to work on. So I'm pretty thankful that luckily the internet is uh, demanding things so quickly and, yeah. <laughs> and companies are demanding things so quickly. So yeah, just keep, just keep doing what I love. That's good, man. So I noticed you've, and uh, in, in, I think the first time that I stumbled upon you was because Core, we're both Core ambassadors. Yeah. Um, how did you how did you spring these relationships with those brands with different brands like that because you have a you've got a big following I mean is it is is, is skateboarding to thank for all that or have you been able to yeah I mean I've, I've been absolutely I've been really fortunate to to work with really talented people that have huge followings and uh, to team up obviously DC is a huge part of that right. and the different brands that have hired me you know uh, just building those relationships uh, but like with Core for instance I mean that was. I used their products before I was an ambassador for them, and I just I tagged them on Instagram, and, and uh, Caitlin from Core reached out to me and said, hey, like, this is really cool. Can we post this, and, and would you be interested in possibly doing something with us? And, uh, you know, and I, I, I do have deals with, like, different companies like Core and, and Manios and, and uh, uh, you know, Wooden Camera, things like that, but the, and GoPro. The things that are important to me is that they're real, authentic uh, collaborations with each other you know like I only work with brands that I'm a fan of and I actually use um, so a lot of these companies I've used their products before I even teamed up with them yeah yeah that's how we are too man it's it's funny how it works out like that but it's been a it's been a neat thing for us we've been you know especially because we're on the southeast coast you know so yeah I mean, we're, we're not really in it and um we've just had our head down just going for it, going for it, going for it. And we haven't really thought about networking, especially in the, in the industry. We, we, we hadn't. And then, um, about two years ago, we we're like, man, we should start reaching out to people. We should start sharing what we're doing. And that's really when we started focusing on social media, we started focusing on some of those brand, um, relationships. And it's just been really cool to be able to, to, to chat with people, learn, uh, and, and just grow in the industry, get new technology. I can't, uh, stress enough to the people that are, or would be listening to this is like, it's been a huge asset, man, to really totally. just network. You know, I think people get caught up in the politics of it or get caught up in the look at me. I don't, I, I, there, there's a fine line, but that networking is, 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 is powerful, man. It's huge. I mean, I am. I absolutely love that we're, we're, number one, we're in an industry that we love and we're surrounded by other people that inspire me. But the companies that we team up with, they actually listen to the filmmakers. And that's one thing. Like everybody that I work with um, on the actual like product side, if there's something that I need, you know, I'm talking to the Ready Rig guys and I'm saying, hey, I, I would like to see this developed. They're actually doing it because all these companies want to make our lives easier. They share the same passions that we do. Um, yeah. And to me, that that's rad. Like, I don't know, you know, I'm not in the car industry necessarily, but if I wanted something built on my truck differently, you know, Toyota's not going to just start making that for everybody. But these camera companies do it. It's pretty awesome. They do, man. You know, uh, small HDR buddies, they're out in North Carolina. They're, you know, obviously, you know, wooden cameras, but uh, 
the small HD guys, man, they'll come out on shoots. They're like little kids like us. You know, we get all fired up about things. We get to blow stuff up. I mean, it's just it's fun, man. It, it really is. It's a unique industry. Absolutely. I, it's like an industry of people that are just kind of defining their own, especially now. You know, it's kind of like, like you said, the, the demand for content and output is just crazy. And uh, it's just a fun time. It is. It's like, I, I always compare, it's like the post office, you know, and yeah. then in internet world, internet time is funny to me because we'll sit in meetings at DC and talk about like, oh, well, we have this coming out at this time, but then we're trying to team up with the same writer for something else. And, I, and I'm like, guys, that's three months apart. So the internet world, that's nine months, you know, because it feels so long ago uh, when things come out online sometimes. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because you put so much time and energy into into something, and it's so fast yep. ingested and just turned out. I mean, it, it uh, you know, I think I, I know some people um, think that's a a bad thing, and then some people think it's a good thing. I, I, I can see both sides. Um, yeah, but I see it's, both it's sides. A fun ride. Yeah, I see both sides, but at the same time, like, you have to take a step back, and you're not how you know if you're like angry about it and upset about it all the time your life's going to be miserable um yeah. i've always looked at things like hey you know what is this the way that the world is going can i change it i can't change it all right so i'm going to adapt with it and make the best out of it i think that's really the only way to handle it yeah that's good insight yeah it's good man um so so you're doing this you're doing your career you're also a family man right yeah, yeah. I have a five-year-old son. I have a wife. I've been married for 13 years. Um, and then I have another kid on the way uh, here in March. Congrats, man. I Thanks, saw dude. I saw your little, uh, your, your, your slow-mo reveal with the yeah. confetti. It's a girl? It's a girl, yeah. It was funny because I, uh, and you know, working in skateboarding, not everybody has kids, but it's funny because I posted that and a lot of people were like, hey, what's that mean? Are you, are you having a girl or are you just testing out um, some camera slow-mo equipment? I'm like, dude, that's, I'm having a girl. But yeah, people didn't know if I was just testing out, you know, a camera setting or, or if I'm actually having a kid. So that's it's pretty funny. funny. Yeah. How did your son react? Uh, he was stoked. He, he was, uh, he was, yeah, he wanted a brother or sister so bad. So he was, he was so excited. Dude, there's, I, I have a, I have a, uh, three-year-old girl. There's nothing like a little girl, man. It's crazy. That's amazing. So you don't, so you haven't slept in three years either. So no, no. Yeah. And then I got a, and then I got a six month too. So, Oh man. So, so now we're, but dude, watching them together, that's, that's what you'll enjoy the most. Just watching the two kids interact. I can't wait for that. It's crazy, man. It'll make me tear up talking about it. But like you said, like same kind of thing in a, in a world where not everybody has kids and some people are like, what are you talking about, man? You know, but it's a lot of it's a lot of travel, and uh, yep. that's something that I think a lot of people in our world have to have to find that balance. I've always traveled, you know, before my son was born, and, and my wife has always been supportive. I mean, um, I mean, it, it would be a nightmare if I didn't have a supportive wife that was uh, shared the, you know, even though she's not out there necessarily traveling or she's on the shoots or seeing it. Uh, my family is definitely along for the ride in the sense of these celebrations. Um, are are for all of us, you know. These achievements yeah. are for all of us. It's not just about my career. It's about uh, it's about the entire family. It's about my friends. It's about everybody that's surrounded uh, with me, you know. So I, I never want any of this stuff to be about myself. I want it to be about uh, everybody else that's that's involved in my life. 
That's really cool, man. I think uh, it's funny because a lot of the stuff you're saying are the same stuff we talk about here every day, and I think we have a kinship in a lot of that vision. Um, you know, totally. the sacrifice that anybody who's at the top of their game, whether it's, you know, an athlete, a filmmaker, uh, a business professional, a warrior, whoever that may be, it's not just them that's in the fight. To, it's, it's their family, and they all have to share that vision. It's so huge. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool, man. Well, I, I've I've really enjoyed chatting with you, Andrew. Is there anything else that that you, you feel like we didn't we didn't talk on, or Chris? Is there anything that you wanted to chat about? Um, I get a lot of kids that hit me up, and and they they want to get into filmmaking, and they're not quite sure how. And even even for myself, being in a skateboard filmmaker, and then wanting to branch out and do other stuff, I was basically starting over. You know, I mean, I, I'm well known in the skateboard and action sports industry, but yet when I go on to like a movie set or a commercial set, I am absolutely nobody. So it's like, how do you even get to? How do you even get get that job? And one thing I did was I and I tell kids is like I take a I took a few free jobs, you know, just to make connections and, and just to like meet people and to get the experience. And, you know, I, I made a reel, you know, I mean, that's super important um, and really being diverse, you know, like even kids that want to work just in skateboarding. I tell them you're way more valuable to me if you can film a skateboarding and you can film an interview and you can film a product video. But if you strictly can only do one thing like you're it's going to be harder for me to, to want to hire you. Dude, I'm smiling. As you say, as you, <laughs> you, you, you share the, the, the same mentality as, as, as that we have over here. That's, that's awesome insight. Hey, I dude, wish how, you guys how, weren't so far away, man. I wish you guys we, were out in California. We need to collaborate on something. We got to, man. We got to get on a job together. It'd be so fun. We get out there every now and then, you know, the majority of our stuff is, is not around here, you know, so we're traveling a lot. We, we've got to get on something together. I, I think we got some West coast stuff coming up in the next month or so. So we'll have to amazing. talk offline about some of that. Absolutely. Um, what do you see? What do you see? Do you see that being a hiccup for, for a lot of, uh, people coming in or trying to break in that they have this idea in their head and they're too rigid on it? Or do you see more people being well-rounded? Um, you know what? I, I think people, are rigid. I mean, I've gone to, I've gone to like schools and talked to kids um, and and give them advice. And it's funny because sometimes when you have an idea and you present it or like you want to do something, it's and then somebody tries to shift that idea or change your mind. It's sometimes it's really hard to to take those suggestions. But you have to take a step back and go, hey, like I'm not an artist. I'm trying to, a lot of times, if you're getting paid, you're trying to, to complete somebody else's vision, yeah. you know, and you can't always understand exactly what their vision is, but usually a client, dude, they could be a nightmare. And I'm sure you guys have had nightmare <laughs> issues with so many clients, but like a lot of times my job, even working for DC is to deliver exactly what somebody is requesting, whether I like it or not. And to me, that's turned into a fun challenge. You know, and, and uh, to see like, okay, can I get what this person is asking for? Can I create it? And I think just being more open to things is, is important. Yeah, I agree, man. It's huge. Um, I, I think over here we see the same with, with people we bring on. It depends on what level of their career they're at, you know. I think people have understood that they have to be well-rounded. They have to be able to collaborate. Yeah. You know, even from the, you know – gaff team to sound to everybody so i i think that 
it's almost the industry is almost weeding out the rigidity. You know, I feel like I feel like uh, it quickly teaches you a lesson by either not getting gigs or uh, kind of being forced out if you're if you're a, a one show pony or a one show mentality. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot more availability to filmmakers than ever because of social media. You know, I mean, I you I can get discovered by really anybody just from Instagram, and so so can you guys, and so can can a 15 year old kid that's better than us. You know, so there's a lot more competition out there, but also a lot more inspiration. How much are you focusing on on social media and that that type of networking? Uh, I mean, you know what? I I there's many days that I, I wish. Instagram didn't exist, you know yeah. what I mean? But then there's also days it's like, it's an amazing tool. Um, and I, I try to focus on it and, and use it as, a, as my own brand. But at the same time, I don't want it to take over my life. Yeah. You know? So I try to be cautious on, like, on showing the work that I do and, and show people the, the cool stuff that I get to work on. You know? But um, I, I don't want it to like, take over my life and define my life because one day when I die, that's, it's not gonna matter like, how many followers you have or how many posts you did, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's a hard, it is a hard balance, but it's part of today's world. It is. And that's one of those things back to what you're saying. It's like, we even talk about this with our kids. It's, it's, it's something that's here to stay. So you can't, it, you have to learn how to use it as a tool, but not as a, uh, a crutch, you know? Um, totally. And, and I think for filmmakers in general and, and anyone listening, I think that it's important. It's a, it's a super important tool, but even with us, like, you know, cause I mainly, uh, you know, we have a team, but, uh, I'll, I'm, I usually do all the responses to comments and things like that, but I've taken it off my personal phone, you know, but, totally. but it's a, it's a staple in our business. So we have a, a social phone and, and we preload it and we'll have designated times for it. So I do think it's super important, but yes. to your point, you can easily, you can get sucked in and it just, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it, at that point, it's not an asset, you know? Yeah, it becomes less fun, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it is, I, I think things like this, the podcast, things like social media, uh, things like uh, any type of networking, brand affiliations, it's so huge for people to make an effort to get involved with because I do think it'll it'll really change their careers. Uh, yeah, I mean, really that, 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 that short film project that I did um, – was a huge opportunity for me. And it was literally because I posted myself with holding a Movi Pro uh, when I was out skating and it, it sparked the, the memory to, to a director that I needed, that he needed a Movi Pro operator. So when he saw yeah. that photo, he was like, I immediately got a, a DM from him that said, hey man, like I'm looking for somebody Saturday, are you available? I need a Movi Pro and an operator and that got me that job. So it's funny how, how social media can work like that. It really can, and and we've gotten some of our biggest gigs. Back to your other point about doing a couple for free, I've out of just saying yes to opportunity. You know, it, where it's like, well, that's a, that's not worth it financially, but it's worth it to get the experience. It's worth it to meet the people. It's worth it to to add one more piece to your portfolio. There's so many more measures, the measuring sticks than than am I getting paid what I deserve or am I getting the title I want, you know? And that's, that's a huge lesson. I think totally uh, that we've learned a thousand times. I, and I have a question for you guys. Like, do you, this often happens to me, but when I get offered a job that is out of my comfort zone, I always have this hope of like, 
I kind of hope it doesn't happen. You know, it's something maybe I want, like even the NFL stuff. Like to me, that's, I'm really passionate about that because I love football. But it's right. like, sometimes I hope that I don't get the job because I'm scared, scared of uh, failure um, or I doubt myself from doing it. But even you guys owning a production company and, and having the experience you guys do, do you ever kind of like hope it doesn't work out because you're, does failure scare you in that sense or? We work together so much and we, we trust each other so much. I think at this point back, I, I would say there was a while back that that probably could would have been the case. But yeah. I think now that we kind of we kind of thrive on it um, because of our trust levels with each other and it gives each other an opportunity to grow because when we go out, we're, we're our main, we're the main crew usually. Yeah. Generally, I mean, unless it's a big agency and they're piecemealing it together and they say, I want this DP, I want this, you know, and it changes a bit. But yeah. when it's direct to brand, we kind of design the crew, design everything. And yes, there's those nerves. Yes, there's those questions um, that come up. But I think it gives people opportunities to, to lean on each other and to bond closer and to – because this is the same group of people going out to every production. And, and we've become really good at that. Where I think that sometimes we hope it doesn't work out are the ones that are the necessary evils, right? Like the ones yeah. that are like, hey, we got to do this one to pay the bills. Um, where, you know, not everybody, not everything you see on Instagram is all we do or not everything that is a dream client. Like you said, some clients are tough, dude. Yeah. You know, or sure. some things. And those are the ones where the the business leader in me is like, hey, we got to keep – this is a no-brainer. We have to do it financially. But um, it's hard work. It's stressful. Uh, it's not a morale builder necessarily. You know, like those types yeah. of things like – we, we're always going to make our primary decisions on the good of the, 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 the group. Like, is totally. this going to be an exciting project? Is this going to be something that pushes our limits? Is this going to be something that advances all of us? Um, is it something that's good for the brand? And, uh, but at the same time, you, 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 you can't just pick and choose everything. You have to say yes to some gigs that are not that, that are against our morals or anything, but they just aren't, the, the stuff that you're going to be saying, hey, everybody, check this out. This was yeah. awesome. It's some stuff that's just not that. And um, those ones I think I feel the most because those are – dude, you know what goes into it. You know the emotion totally. and, the, and the energy and with some clients it's just hard, man. And it's yeah. not even that they're bad people. It's that they just get nervous. It's a big gig. They haven't done something like this before. they got to put a lot of trust in you. And they yep. just – are super involved to the point where it makes things really hard. And, and I don't, like I said, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Most of the time, I, I think it's just one of those things that they're, they can't sleep. They're nervous. They're freaking out. Their job's on the line. They're putting this out there. And, uh, those ones are the ones who are sometimes I secretly think to myself, like, ah, uh, you yeah. know, I, I really mean, there's no, get this. there's no better feeling than like, I mean, cause I always want to say no, but I, I have a problem with that. I can't say no. Dude, so I, I, I always take you. those. Yeah. I, I like, I just can't say no. So I go and I do these jobs and it, it is the best feeling to like, to have a successful shoot and to achieve your goal and to go, okay. Like, you know, I mean, I lay there in bed at night before the shoot. I'm like, ask my wife, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go film this NFL player. Can I do this? Can I pull this off? And she's like, yeah, you are stressing because you care so much but you've done this before. You know what I mean? But it's just, yeah. again, it goes back to surrounding yourself with a good team. And it sounds like that's what you guys have is like a good team. 
but it is scary sometimes when I have to go off by myself to a whole group of people I've never met. Dude, you know? I can't imagine that because myself, if it was me by myself, <laughs> I, you know, I don't have, we can uh, like in my head, like I don't walk into, like, I look at these fighters that go into the ring and in their head, they have this self-confidence. Like I can do this, you know, like totally, I don't have that for myself. I have that for my team. You know what I'm saying? When I'm with the, with, I'm with my team, I don't stress. I don't freak out. I don't think that, yeah. but if it's a gig and, and it was all on, on, on me to perform, I would. I, I truly yeah. would. So that, I, I, I get where you're coming from with that. That's why, that's why I love that like the DC Films crew is, is so solid just like that. So it sounds like we have kind of like the same kind of crew of, you yeah. know, you find your team and you're like, oh my gosh, I found the team. I found the guys, you know. So and that, that's definitely how I feel uh, with all these, these guys from DC. I think about that in, in, in most industries, you know. And, and, you know, like I said, because we do work with a lot of – tier one warriors and guys like that like we've gotten a lot out of that just just filming with those guys understanding their mentality understanding their brotherhood those types of things it has made us better filmmakers and that's one thing that i think uh we've been able to take in every industry we work from you know just trying to learn as many lessons as possible inside of those even for something that's not as like glamorous like whether it's a pharmaceutical uh, commercial or an yep. education commercial or those things like you learn how to think on the fly you learn how to adapt you learn how to make something out of something that could be bland like those are the big things that we have to take away from those rather than it pays the bills you know yeah they do but you have to think like how is this going to make us better and and that's really totally. what we've learned from those yeah, I mean, I've done, I've done, I've same thing, like done jobs that maybe I wasn't super excited about or into, and and I always try to look at it, and go if I can learn one thing from this today, that's that's huge, you know, and that's worth it. So, it's having an open mind and just being being open to it. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome, dude. It's crazy. We we share so many of the same um, convictions and so many of the same thoughts when it when. Uh, when I hear you tell some of those stories or hear some of your viewpoints, I keep looking over at Andrew and smiling because it's, it's you're <laughs> it's literally awesome. uh, preaching our language and, and, and to us, um, it's that's the most important thing. It's just that that mentality, man. It's just uh, we've seen it over and over, and it's it's huge. So it's been really rad to to chat with you and to to kind of hear your your story and 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 what you have going on. We're we're pumped to see more out of you and 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 i think we're gonna have to book within the next couple weeks we're gonna have to i mean months we're gonna have to come up with something where we can collaborate on dude absolutely i mean even if you guys just come out here i definitely want to meet up and i'm a huge fan of everything you guys are doing and the stuff you guys post on social media i mean it's you guys are killing it so inspiration to me and uh in many ways well we appreciate it man it's been a blast and uh looking forward to more awesome all right, huge thanks to Chris for coming on the Ironclad Podcast. If you want to check out his work, go to his website, chrisrayfilms.com or at chrisrayfilms on Instagram. Once again, big thanks to everybody for listening. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, leave comments, and follow us on Instagram at thisisironclad. <laughs>